0: Welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chalk. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, on here we give our honest opinions on the latest going on in professional wrestling, including shows like WWE Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events, indie shows and all the latest news headlines doing the rounds. How are we all? we all well? I am. Pretty good AEW Dynamite last night, and that is what I am here to talk about today. Finally, we've got a main event for All Out. Not sure I really like the idea of leaving it so late to book it, but... I trust Tony Khan. Well, let's go into it, shall we? Because Dynamite starts off with John Moxley this week. Um, there's a few boos in there with it being in Chicago. Uh, he he said, he basically goes on about CM Punk. He said that Punk was once called the modern sixty minute man, but he says. He has. He still has 57 minutes left in him. Um, doesn't think Punk did. When guys get in the ring with him, the heart and soul of AEW, they get tested and we see what they're made of. And last week we saw what Punk was made of. He gave me his best shot and realised that I didn't care and he knew I was going to keep coming forward. And that, and at that moment, he started looking for a way out. He says he folded. Uh, champions never fold. He's sorry that Punk didn't turn out to be what they all wanted him to be. And he has zero sympathy for Punk. In fact, he calls Punk fragile and weak. Uh, and he has an open contract in his pocket for a tight match on Sunday. And anybody, anytime. Uh before you step in the ring with John Moxley, remember I can out marathon you, I can out sprint you, I can outfight you, I can out wrestle you. And he's still the fire breathing, blood spitting, living embodiment of the sport of professional wrestling. He's the undominable will personified wrestling John Moxley may be hazardous to your health. And you've been warned. Jesus Christ. I love this guy so much. I probably shouldn't love him. Quite as much as I do. But I fucking do. I love him. Uh, Incredible promo. He makes you want to run through a brick wall for him. And I will. I will gladly be in his corner. Until the day he retires. Uh. A steel comes out to the ring. He he uh, picks up the contract and goes to the back after Moxley has left. But more on that later. Chris Jericho is backstage. He has a promo. He talks about beating Danielson on Sunday. Uh, Daniel Garcia walks in and he apologizes. Uh, he pledges his loyalty to the JAS. We then get Brian Danielson versus Jake Hager in what was a much better match than anyone thought it was going to be Uh, both sort of start tentatively early on Uh, Hager tries to use his power game but Danielson gets him in the guillotine Um, Hager gets thrown to the outside and Brian does a suicide dive he goes for a DDT off the apron but Hager catches him drives him through the timekeeper's table at ringside. He delivers a suplex on the floor. He takes him back in the ring and Hager grounds and pounds him as they go into a break. After the break, Brian Danielson hits a bullet drop kick from the top rope. He does the yes kicks and the uh, Blackpool Comeback Club elbows. Hager, though, keeps... Counter in and smashing his way out of submission attempts, uh, Brian Danielson manages to get a bell lock, but Hager manages to get to the ropes. Uh, Danielson hits the drop kicks in the corner, but Hager catches him, plants him with a urinagi. Danielson's up to his feet really quickly and just nails him with a bisekko knee to pick up the win. As I said, this is a really good match. Um, an MMA style match, which is different. And I like different. Um, Hager only really has a few matches a year, but when he does, I think most of them go in the good category. And Danielson's just the best. After the match, though, we get another Jericho Appreciation Society and Blackpool Combat Club Brawl. Um, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange come down, attack Danielson. Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Utah come out and fight them off. Jericho goes to hit um, Danielson with a steel chair, but Danny Garcia stops it. He pulls the chair away, and then Jericho gets smashed with a bersaiko knee. This is fine, but I'm I have to be honest, I'm getting really bored of the brawling between these two teams now. It's every single week. Other than that, all good. Then we get the wingmen in the ring. Um they're protesting about not being on TV enough. They got signs and whatever. <coughs> Then W. Morrissey shows up, he make, making his debut, he is now All Elite. He comes down to the ring, destroys them all, um, Stokely halfway comes down and there seems to be an alignment here. Now, I'm in two minds about this. Only because the AEW roster is way too big. They do not need another man in in the roster. But I am so happy for Morrissey. Uh, His story is inspirational, I think. He's had hard times over the last few years. I really enjoyed his work in Impact. And I think he deserves a second chance... At that big time. And I really hope it all goes well for him. I want to see him in main events in AEW. I uh, must mention also. Tony Schiavone tries to ask Stokely about the business cards. But he just has none of him. Tells him to piss off basically. Uh United Empire get interviewed when Don Callis walks in and he sort of kisses Will Ospreay's ass a little bit I think there's going to be something in that later on and then we get a women's match in the first hour amazing uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter took on Tony Storm and Nakara Shida uh, Shida and Hater start the match off and first thing Shida does is Plants Hater's face into the map with a Hurricane Rana. At first, I thought it was a mistake, but actually, I think Hater just took a killer bump. Uh, Tony Storm tags in, and we get some double team moves between the uh, baby faces. Britt Baker gets the better of Tony Storm um, as they go into a break. After a break, Sheeda lights up on Hater. It's a delayed suplex, a meteora, but Britt Baker breaks up the pin. Hater then performs a double suplex on both Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. Uh Britt Baker hits a swing and neck breaker for two. Uh, break, uh, Britt Baker then hits a rolling forearm. Uh, Hikaru Shida kicks. Baker in the face while she's putting on the glove. She pulls Hater off the apron. Tony Storm hits the hip attack in the corner. Shida comes in and then hits a spin kick for the win. Um, this was pretty good, actually. I don't think it was blow away good, but certainly a, a decent match that kept my attention. The fans were with it. Um, I think she'd have got the pin here because she's, she's going to eat the pin at the pay-per-view. I hope that Jamie Hayter wins the belt. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but enjoyed this. We then get a Kip Sabian video package and a, um, a bit in there by Pack as well. We're going to get the all Atlantic title at All-Out. I believe on the Zero Hour, which used to be the buy-in. Miro then has a video package as well, which is just so good. In the video package, he's joined by Darby Allen and Sting. I Cannot wait for that match. Such a weird group, but I love it. Uh, CM Punk then comes out in his hometown. He's downtrodden. Uh, he talks about breaking his foot he's, he says he's had 16 screws put in it and i think he got in uh, heckled at this point because he says uh which 16 more screws than this fat guy's ever had in his whole life <laughs> man heckler's fucking suck so yeah get him but uh, I think he even realised that he'd done wrong. Um, He goes on to talk about coming back too soon. He says his foot feels 100% but it's a different kind of 100%. He talks about letting people down, his sister who's in the crowd. Um, Maybe the love just isn't there anymore. A Steel then comes out and... Um, if you don't know who he is he told you anyway he's a former trainer of Punk a friend of Punk he just has a go at CM Punk here basically says he's not going to let Punk leave he slaps him in the face and tells him to get up and fight um, tells him to sign this contract that he picked up earlier Punk Takes off his jacket, snaps and he goes off and gets fired up um, and goes off into the crowd and signs it in the crowd basically to make it official. Another great promo. Uh, The way it just switched up. I'm sold. Bring the main event on right now. I'm sold. Cannot wait. And Punk's going to turn here as well at the end of it. Maybe not at the end of All Out, but certainly within a few weeks. And I am here for it. Then get the sit-down interview with Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. Probably once again was harmed by placement. Uh, But a few decent lines in there. And another match is going to be good. I think at the pay per view, FTR and Wardlow are then in a pointless squash match against three guys that I, I can't remember the names to be honest. I know one of them was Silas Young. The other two I can't remember. I do apologise. Um, nothing really in this to talk about. Pointless squash. Don't really see the point. Uh, John Moxley comes back out to the ring. He basically confirms the match for All Out. Says he's going to put on a display of violence that CM Punk has never seen before. Um, And then they seem to sort of cut him off. Which he looked pissed off about. I would not want to be whoever is controlling the music backstage. Um, But again, short and sweet by Moxley. Again, even more sold on the match at all out. We then get a crap backstage with um the dark order where uh ten is out of this trios match. Eviluno was gonna replace him, but Andrade I don't even know what Andrade was doing. Was he offering ten a contract or something? I don't bloody know. But he's taken out Eviluno as well. Um we then get a Fatal 4 way match Ahead of the Casino Ladder match At All Out It was Dante Martin Versus Roosh Versus Ray Phoenix Versus Wheeler Utah, And I'm going to be honest There's way too much To keep up with in this So I'm not going to Run it down Really There's some Awesome spots In there Um The dives from Ray Phoenix are just awesome I think it's better I just said go and watch this match, Wheeler Yuta won the match probably means that he won't win the casino ladder match but whatever that's going to be mental as well then get another Dark Order segment with John Silver and Alex Reynolds get interviewed about the Trios tournament where Hangman Page offers his services. Uh pretty obvious what was gonna happen there. Fine. Whatever. And then it was time for the main event, which was this trio's tournament match between United Empire and the Elite. Again, so much to go through. I'll do my best. I apologize if I miss some stuff because my Christ it was awesome. Uh, Will Ospreay and uh, Kenny Omega start off the match hot. Uh, Aussie Open and Young Bucks then go at each other. Osprey takes out Omega. Uh, Young Bucks dive out onto Aussie Open. But they catch them and then sandwich uh, Omega. Will Osprey does a sky twister from the top rope to the outside which was awesome. Uh, Osprey gets backdropped on the ramp though, uh, Matt Jackson dives off the ramp, or off the stage, sorry, onto everybody, uh, back in the ring, the elite work over Will Ospreay a little bit, I love the fact that Will Osprey and uh, Kenny Omega try to get at each other every chance they get. Uh, Mark Davis comes in takes out both of the Bucks. Aussie Open to an assisted cutter. Matt Jackson plants Will Ospreay. Um, Omega tags in and takes out Mark Davis with a blue shadow. Snapdragons to both of the Aussie Open boys. Uh, goes to do one on Will Ospreay but Osprey just lands on his feet. It's a Runner goes for a cartwheel dive to the outside, but Omega is a step ahead, and he he catches him with a snapdragon on the floor. Uh, Carl Fletcher cuts Omega on, uh, off on the top rope, and uh, Aussie, Aussie Open do a delayed superplex. United Empire then work over Omega, uh Will Osprey rips off that compression shirt as they go into a break. After the break, Nick Jackson hits Osprey with a destroyer, takes out Aussie Open with double face buster and then a tornado DDT on the outside to Will Ospreay. He goes up for a 450 in the ring, but Osprey gets his knees up, um, hits Jackson with a snapdragon, Omega gets pissed and ends ends up with uh, Osprey hitting a liger bomb in a great sequence. Osprey gets countered by Nick Jackson with a midair cutter. The Elite take out Carl Fletcher, but Mark Davis picks up the win. Uh, picks up the pin. Uh, Nick Jackson does the escalera on Mark Davis. Uh, the Young bucks go for the Meltzer driver, but Ospreay hits a cutter out of nowhere on Nick Jackson. Osprey and Fletcher then go for their own version of the Meltzer driver. Osprey doing a shooting star instead. But uh, Matt Jackson, I think it was, kicked out of that. Will Ospreay then sets up for Hidden Blade, but Omega uh, stops it with a knee to the face. We get a triple super kick to Carl Fletcher. Uh, Omega goes for the V trigger, but Ospreay cuts him off with a knee. Young Bucks reverse super kicks and they hit the Indy Taker on Will Osprey. Kenny Omega then hits a V trigger and a one winged angel on Carl Fletcher to pick up the win. I don't think I've done it justice there at all and I apologize an incredible match um 30 minutes of just action so many highlights uh the Will Osprey Kenny Omega sequences were breathtaking um the Nick Jackson Will Osprey sequences were breathtaking uh, Young Bucks and Aussie Open really played their part well as well. Oh, Kenny Omega is just back, and I'm so happy. I'll admit there was a point when I was a bit down on Omega. I didn't see him as the um, as the big star everybody else did for a bit. I. I'm happy to hold my hands up and say that I'm completely wrong. Omega is one of the greatest professional wrestlers, one of the greatest storytellers of all time. I want Osprey versus uh, Omega to happen right now. I'm sure we'll get it at some point. Some people expect it to happen at Wrestle Kingdom. Wherever it is, I want to watch it. So good, but that was dynamite. And uh, I'd love to hear what you thought of dynamite or whatever wrestling you've you've watched. Let me know. Maybe you want to recommend something, Well, you can do that on Twitter. I am at Adam Chalk Eight. While you're at it, please subscribe, review, comment on the podcast on iTunes Spotify wherever you get your podcasts from look out for more podcasts dropping in your feeds we're hopefully going to put up a clash at the castle preview tomorrow um there'll probably be an all elite um all out preview going up at some point as well So much wrestling to look forward to over the weekend. As I've said before, I will be in Cardiff for Clash at the Castle. If you see me, come and say hello. Uh, But until then, until the next podcast, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.